0: Hey, welcome to the Life on Purpose podcast show. I'm your host, Phil Britton. In today's episode, we are going to share with you how to overcome some of the biggest adversities, some of the toughest challenges, some of the darkest, toughest, most challenging times that you may ever have to face in your life, how you can overcome them and get back to living life on your terms. So stay tuned. Hey team, welcome back to the Life on Purpose podcast show. I'm your host Phil Britton and today is going to be a really, really, really important episode for you all. Uh, Someone in my field like doing the things that I do, sharing my message, sharing the stage with people, motivating, inspiring people, I always get asked about overcoming challenges and overcoming adversities and how I was able to do it in my life at certain times of my life not just in 2002, overcoming the Bali bombing terrorist attack, but in various stages of my life. You know, it's never been smooth sailing. There has been times where it's been smooth sailing, but many times it's been very difficult, very challenging, you know, both from a parent's point of view, as, you know, as a husband's point of view, it's not easy, you know, and, and, and as a business point of view, very challenging. You know, So there are many challenges that we have to overcome in many areas of our lives, but sometimes something very significant, something very big, something huge may happen that really rocks you and knocks you for six. So that's really what we're talking about, how to overcome these big, big, big adversities, these challenges that just knock us for six, they blow us out of our socks, and we just don't know how to overcome them, we don't know how to dig ourselves out of that hole. Uh, For me, and as I said, two thousand and two, I got blown up in the Bali bombing terrorist attack. It was, it was, and is the most toughest time of my life. Um, I've had to learn to overcome those those challenges, those adversities. It wasn't easy. Uh, It was very, very tough. And you know, at certain times of my life, those things still sort of come back. You know, I'm, I'm I'm not superhuman. You know, we all have to learn to deal with these things and we deal with them in different ways. That's the the unique thing. So what I'm gonna share with you here is real life tactical uh, information, tactical tools that I know I've used. I've talked to other people to help them in their life as well. So whether you have gone through something, whether you are going through something, or maybe in, you know, look, I know life, you may be going through something in the future because, you know, life's challenging. You don't know what's around the corner. These tips, these tools are gonna help you guys uh, in your life right now and in the future as well. So without any further ado, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, pull up on the screen a starting point. Tip number one. I believe that you need to allow yourself time. You know, we all wanna overcome these things as quick as possible, but you actually have to allow yourself time. You know, they say the arrow must go back before it goes forward. What does that really mean? Well, you know, in situations of adversity and challenges and you know tragedy and all these other things you you actually are going to go backwards it's not going to be nice to have to deal with these things you have to go back you have to allow yourself time to be emotional to be sad to be upset to get angry to 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 live all these emotions right you can't stay there that's the problem right people who stay there That is the challenge, that is the issue. You gotta understand that it's okay to go there, be there in that place for a moment in time, but not forever. So allowing yourself time to overcome, to deal with, to, uh, to come to terms with, whatever challenge or adversity that you have to face. I know for me, uh, and if you followed my story, you know that early on I spiraled out of control. Depression, drugs, alcohol. Uh, I wish I died. You know, from my experience, I didn't really have an idea of what life would be like for me. You know, like a, you know, being burnt to 60% of my body, teeth missing. Um, you know, life was just turned upside down, and many times I just wanted to end my life and give up. Um, to be honest, and, and that, that's why I spiraled out of control. You know, I used to lock myself in the darkest corner of my house and I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to be around anyone. And, and I, I just think, I'm thinking of that time right now and I'm just so glad I didn't give up. I'm so glad that I just allowed myself to go there and, and, and be who I needed to be in that moment, right? The things that help you in that moment and, uh, you know, it was really tough, you know, for me personally as well, it was like allowing yourself time is important but knowing you've got people around you who support you and care for you and can remind you that it's going to get better that it's that that you that you don't have to be this way for the rest of your life you have to have people around you so for anyone watching this who maybe has a friend a family member um, who is going through something really really tough it doesn't mean you have to be there every day but you want to reach out to them every now and then. You want to let them know that you're there. It might not mean that you're knocking on their door, you know, sitting by their side. Sometimes it will be. Sometimes it'll just be a phone call. Sometimes it'll be a message. Sometimes it'll be rocking up at their house, knocking on the door, um, having lunch. It could be so many different ways that you you can put yourself in and around and associate with your, your friend or family who's going through this tough time. Because even though we, as someone who's going through something really tough, may block that initially or don't wanna talk about it or don't wanna be around anyone, it's nice to know that there are people around that care and that aren't giving up. Because all that's happening in, in, in our mind, right, when this is happening is we're giving up on ourselves and as soon as everyone else gives up on us, well then we have no excuse. But if we've got people around us who are supporting us, who are helping us, who are pushing us to step up, getting us to get back to normality, then you know, it, it makes it very difficult for us to give up on ourselves because these people haven't given up on us as well. So I just want you to know that, allow yourself time. Whatever you go through, whatever it may be, you know this podcast and video show isn't about going, for this situation, do this. For this do that, you know, if you lose a loved one, if you have a car accident, if you get ill, uh, or whatever it may be, there's too many situation scenarios where massive adversity, massive challenges comes into our life. But number one is you just have to understand, allow yourself time, if that's you going through it, allow yourself time, know that time does heal. All right, time does heal. It's still there, you know, the the memories of everything is still there, you compartmentalize certain things, but time does heal. So give yourself time, please, ladies and gentlemen. And if, if you are someone who has a family member, as I said before, or a friend who's going through something tough, give them time, but be there for them, support them, get around them, let them know that you care, let them know that you're not giving up on them. So please, it's super, super important that you guys under, understand that. Number two, the tip number two is find your sense of humour. This might seem a little bit, uh, contradicting in this sort of scenario, but finding your sensitive humor. It's a way that we as humans deal with stuff, right? I don't know if you've ever had this situation before. I know I have where I've been so upset, bawling my eyes out, of you know, crying, emotional, whatever it may be, and then someone says something and it just makes you giggle, it makes you laugh. And all of a sudden, that anger, that frustration, that sadness, that emotional wreck that you are, starts to shift. Something happens to our physiology um, when we start laughing and giggling and we and we and we start turning to humour to deal with the adversity or challenge. It doesn't mean that you find the whole thing funny but what you are trying to do is trying to find the funny side of it or trying to find uh, ways to be humorous in this really negative and tough time. Very contradicting but as I said before, I know I've had it before where I've been so upset and so, you know, terribly emotional and you know, didn't know what to do, and then you know, that buddy or that friend or that family member just was able to make you giggle, and all of a sudden the mind starts to shift, and you start seeing the funny side of it or the funny side of the situation or whatever your friend or family member made a joke about to make you laugh. And if we can start shifting our our physiology, which is our body, right? So when we're upset and we're we're upset and angry, we we have a certain physiology, our body, our posture, and how we hold ourselves. And then when we start laughing, what happens is it forces our face muscles to, to change. Our face starts changing from sad, upset, emotional, to happy and your smile starts to come on your face. And just by micro changes in your physiology, your body, your posture, your smile on your face, it starts to change your attitude, it starts to change your emotional state. Therefore, being able to dig yourself out of this emotional hole that you're in. So you know, you, these are just simple ways of doing it, getting yourself up and going for a walk, getting someone to laugh, You know, putting yourself in environments where you, you know that's why I love martial arts, you know what, it doesn't matter what's going on one day, I go do martial arts. I know everything's gonna get better for me, it's gonna change, even if it's just for that one hour, and then I might go back to being negative or upset, but that for one hour, it changes my physiology, it changes my mindset, changes my emotional uh, sense of, you know, having to deal with this situation, Uh, and then, you know, those little things start to crawl back into your life and start getting you back to the life that you were born to live, the life that you need to get back to, all right? So, number one was to allow yourself some time. Number two is to try and find some humor. I'll give you a quick little example here before we move on. I remember coming off the Hercules, right? And, uh, you know, I was very little med- medical intervention, medical medical relief, um, no pain relief, or very little amount. And I was, it was a third Hercules off of the aeroplane. And uh, you could imagine the state that I was in. And as I got off the tarmac in Darwin, and I pulled out on the stretcher, and I remember it was just being so bright outside in the sun and the stretcher, and as uh and as I'm getting onto the ambulance, I start making jokes uh, with the ambulance driver, and they're just quite amazed at that I'm making jokes right now. But I just felt like in that moment, all I had was to try and crack some jokes. I I, I had some I had to put some humor. I had to fake it to make it, does that make sense? Anyway, the, the ambulance officer ended up giving me his sunglasses because I cracked a joke about being so bright, can't quite remember what it was, um, and uh, he gave me his sunglasses, and we were all chuckling, uh, even in that massive challenge of my life, in that massive adversity that I was facing right there and then. Um, so yeah, try and find the humor in the situation, try and find humor at what's going on, or at, at least try and find some humor by telling jokes or remembering or whatever it may be. Tip number three. Sometimes you have to understand that going through adversities offers valuable insights, right? A lot of people ask me, Do I wish it never happened? Absolutely, I wish that my friends were alive. Absolutely, I wish that I wasn't burnt to 60% of my body. I wish that the Bali bombing never happened, but it did. I can't change it, right? But what I've learned is I've learned valuable insights because of it. I've learned so much more about myself. I've learned so much more about other people. I've then had to learn and discover how to deal with all these things, right? So the the act, the situation, the adversity, the challenge that has happened or is about to happen, it's going to offer you a chance to look at this thing in, in a different way. It's going to give you insights and it's going to give you learnings and it's going to be, give you discoveries that you never have had before. So, you know, do I wish that it never happened? Yes, but it did. So now what I say is, what can I learn from it? How can I grow from it? How can be I be a bigger, better version of myself because of it, rather than letting this thing uh, that happened uh, affect me in such a negative way that, you know, I can't dig myself out of that hole? So, you've got to understand that it's going to offer you valuable insights and you're going to ask yourself how can i learn from this traumatic event how can i learn from this experience uh, and be a bigger better version of myself as well next tip is learn to become or learn to be at peace with the situation and I'll give you another example. I have to give you these because it relates it to real life situations. I mean, after the Bali bombing, I was angry. I was furious at Indonesia, at Bali, at, at religion. I was so, oh man, I just can't even put words to the emotion that I was, uh, I was feeling just towards anyone and everyone associated to the Bali bombing. And, you know, I remember I got the opportunity to fly over to the Bali, uh, to Indonesia, to Bali, and sit in the trial room of Amrosi, the smiling assassin. And I remember saying to myself and saying to some people, like, I'm just gonna jump over that fence and I'm gonna beat the living hell out of this guy, right? I was so angry, I was so upset, and I had all this emotion, pent up anger, and and, uh, and you know, it was just, it was killing me, right? And when I when I got there and I sat in the courtroom, and there is there he was, I, I, I realized that I just was wasting my strength and I was wasting my energy, that I couldn't change this person who was, I guess, you know, on his own path, albeit a very destructive one for himself and other people, but I, what I said or what I, whatever I did would, to him would not affect me in a very positive way. Nothing I would, was doing in that moment was a positive thing for me, right? And as I was walking through the streets of Indonesia and Bali, I remember seeing all the Indonesians and I'd rub on my burns and I'd go, we're so sorry, it was not us, you know, and, and I just really, in that trip, I learned to become, or to be at peace with the whole situation, is that this thing's happened. The Indonesians and Balinese didn't do this to me, right? Um, obviously, every, every country, every religion, every, every nationality has bad people within it who are extremists, they do things to the extreme, right? So, you know, I, I, we can't change certain things. We can't change people like that. But what we can change is how we act, feel, and deal with the, the situation itself. So rather than not, uh, choosing to be angry, upset, and mad, I learned to become at peace with it. I learned to go, well, you know what? I'm no longer a barley bombing victim, I'm a barley bombing survivor. I Rather than trying not to be this person that I have been made to be, I decide to become at peace with it. It is what it is, it happened, I can't change it. Now let me try and rebuild my life the way that I need to to become the person that I wanna be. Not the person that I was, because I had changed. I learned to become the person that I am, not the person that I was. So I learned to become or have peace within the situation. Next tip for you is to refuse to give up. Never, ever, 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 ever give up. And this is where you need the help of other people. Sometimes when you feel like giving up, the people around you are the ones that inspire you to keep going. You know, I, I definitely know uh, as a father, as a husband, that, you know, I have new meanings of life now. When it was just me, it would have been much easier to give up on myself, but now I'm a father and I have responsibilities and I'm a husband and I have responsibilities. I don't want to give up on myself, but I damn sure don't want to give up on my, my wife and my, my children. And you know, I'm gonna keep living my life the best that I can so that I, I I'm remembered. And one of my things that I'm really, really focused on is a legacy, right? I wanna leave a legacy behind. I uh, I I don't think many people talk too much about their great 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 granddaddy, right? I don't even know what my great-great-great-granddaddy's name is or what he did or what he stood for. I want my great-grandkids, my great-great-great-great-grandkids to see the good old great-great-granddaddy Phil Britton. He stood for something. He stood up. He made action. He took a chance. He rebuilt. He never gave up. And because of that, we are able to live this life. And because of that, we were able to have this in our life. That's really what I'm focused on. I just want to leave a legacy, leave an impact for my family. You know, and if I do that to the the wider community, great. My focus is my family and I'll do everything in my power to leave that legacy within my family. But if I can leave a larger legacy to your family, to you, to the wider community, then that's also pretty cool in my point of view as well. So I hope this episode has really been helpful for you. It's uh it's one that you know, we don't really wanna talk about too much, whether we're going, whether we've been through something, whether we're going through something, or what are we gonna be going through in the future? We don't wanna hide ourselves away from life, right? Go live your life, go do everything you wanna do, but just know that you know, adversity is just around the corner, challenge is just around the corner, and how you prepare yourself for that, I guess, you know, is just by living the best life that you can, knowing that you've got these steps, these tools uh, ahead of time, to know, hey, this thing's happened. I'm going to give myself time. I'm going to try and make some humor around the situation. Uh, I, I'm, I'm going to see what I can learn from this adversity. What can I learn from it? Don't, let it? don't let it affect me in a negative way. How can I let it affect me in a positive way? And then, you know, never, ever, 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 ever give up. Thank you, guys. I love that you're following this podcast. I love that you're a part of the community. Um, please help me share this. Get this out there. By the way, for those who don't know, uh, very, very soon, myself, my family, we're touring Australia, and I'm coming around to all the, the businesses, the corporates, the mining companies, the schools, the teachers, the youth groups. I'm traveling Australia on a tour called the Thrive Tour, where we're gonna help people, individuals, families, and communities thrive, not survive. So I'll be coming to a, a city, a state, a town, a community near you real soon. Wherever you're watching this, reach out to me, guys. Let me know if you're interested in having me come to speak at your team, your, your business, your school, and I'd love to come and empower and impact and motivate and inspire you guys to live bigger and live more of your life on purpose. Take care. Ciao.